Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book, Men Alive. Paul, most men love a mystery. In fact, the writer in Proverbs 30, verse 19 said, There are three things which are too wonderful for me, four which I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the air, the way of a serpent on a rock, the way of a ship in the midst of the sea, and the way of a man with a virgin. These are four things he found too difficult to understand. That said, when the word mystery is used in the Bible, it is usually reserved for something so far beyond our human understanding it requires God's help to even begin to comprehend what it means. For example, in the book of Daniel 4.9, King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream that none of his wise men could interpret. So he said to Daniel, I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in you and that no mystery is too great for you to solve. Now tell me what my dream means. With God's help, Daniel was able to solve the mystery and tell the king the meaning of his dream. The Bible uses the word mystery many times. Plus, there are a few teachings in Scripture that are a mystery without the word mystery ever being used. For example, in Matthew 3.11 and 12 in the New Living Translation, when Jesus came to the Jordan River to be baptized and begin his ministry, John the Baptist said, I baptize with water those who repent of their sins and turn to God. But someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater that I am not worthy even to be his slave and carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area gather the wheat into his barn, burning the chaff with never-ending fire. That is a mystery. How does Jesus baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire? Pablo, let me save that mystery to the end of the program. Let's look first at one of the easier mysteries to understand in Romans 11.25. Scripture says God cut off the original Jewish olive branch grafted us Gentiles, who God calls the wild olive branch, into his cultivated tree. But he will graft the original branches back into the tree when the times of the Gentiles is fulfilled. Then the Apostle Paul adds, I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery, brothers and sisters, so that you may not be conceited. Israel has experienced a hardening in part until the full number of the Gentiles has come in. Let's consider this mystery. God chose Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to be his people, to be a holy nation, to be a witness to the world of how God blesses those who choose to keep his word and obey his commands. But the children of Israel sinned. God gave them laws to obey, and they broke those laws. Finally, in John's Gospel, chapter 3, we read, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his Son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. 
the Jewish leaders of Israel refused to accept Jesus of Nazareth as their Messiah. So, and you have to understand how an olive tree grows to solve the mystery, God cut off the original olive branch, the Jewish people, and grafted into the olive tree Gentile believers. Get this, until the full number of the Gentiles has come in. Pablo, that is you and me and all our listeners who are non-Jewish. The Jews are experiencing a hardening in part so we Gentiles can be saved. That is the mystery. And the Apostle Paul is saying to the Gentiles, don't be conceited thinking you are better than the Jews. You are not. We are all saved by grace and at an exact moment in history when the last chosen Gentile has accepted Christ as their Messiah, Christ will return to the earth. The original olive branch, the Jewish people, will be regrafted into the olive tree, attached back to the roots of the original olive tree. How God does save us is up to him. How all Israel will be saved remains a mystery. My mentor until he went to heaven in his 90s was Pastor Don Merritt. If we were traveling or teaching together, sometimes there would be a problem, a mistake that had to be solved. And Don would say, well, Jim, the Bible says God looks after the weak and the foolish. I decided to try that line on my wife when I made a mistake. I casually said, well, dear, the Bible says God looks after the weak and the foolish. Her response, well, Jim, you don't have to be both at the same time. We better get to the next mystery before I must start some marriage counseling. <laughs> What's another Bible mystery, Jim? Paul is writing the letters in the New Testament to explain God's mysteries to us. Listen to how he uses the word mystery four times in his first letter to the church in Corinth. 1 Corinthians 2.7 in the NIV says, We declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. 1 Corinthians 4.1 So look at Apollos and me as mere servants of Christ who have been put in charge of explaining God's mysteries. Then he says in his famous love chapter of 1 Corinthians 13, verse 2, in the ESV, If I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. Wow. Knowledge and insight of the mysteries is of limited value unless we have love. He finishes his first letter to Corinthian Christians by saying in chapter 15, 50-52 in the NIV, I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. If you just tuned in, you are listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham from GoTeachGlobal.com. Check the website, GoTeachGlobal.com, or email us at MenAliveUntoGod at gmail.com for more information. Any more examples of a mystery, Jim? The Apostle Paul uses the word mystery four times within six verses in Ephesians 3, 6-9. Listen to Paul while he reads it. Ephesians 3, 3-9 
That is the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. In reading this, then, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to people in other generations, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. Although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery which for ages past was kept hidden in God who created all things. This passage links back to the olive tree mystery that God's plan was and is to bring Gentiles into the boundless riches of Christ to share in the blessings planned for his chosen people who rejected their Messiah. That brings us to another mystery. We Gentiles have Christ, the Jewish Messiah, living in us. As Paul wrote in Colossians 1.27, To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. That is a mystery. How Christ can live in us by the power of the Holy Spirit. He tells his disciple Timothy in 1 Timothy 3.9 to choose deacons in the churches who will hold to the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience. The New International Version translates the word mystery as the deep truth, saying in verse 9, they must keep hold of the deep truths of the faith with a clear conscience. The mysteries revealed to us in Scripture are in essence deep truths that must be held and taught with a clear conscience. Now, back to the mystery at the beginning of the program. Matthew 3.11, where it says Jesus will baptize us with the Holy Spirit and with fire. What is the answer to that mystery? The Bible does not call this a mystery, but theologians have had different interpretations of this verse over the years. Some teach the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire is when you receive the Holy Spirit at conversion and manifest it by speaking in tongues. Several translations say Jesus will baptize us in the Holy Spirit and in fire. Notice the verse that follows immediately after. It says, He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. Jesus is going to separate the wheat from the chaff. He's going to gather the wheat into his barn, but burn the chaff with never-ending fire. When the word fire is used in three sequential verses, and two of the references are to a real fire that burns away chaff and is unquenchable, I would lean towards the view that we who become Christ followers are baptized in the Holy Spirit at that moment of conversion. Even the repentant may undergo a purifying fire. However, those who live and die rejecting the claims of Christ as Savior and Lord of Lords at the end of the age will be baptized into an eternal fire called hell. Our role as men is to teach our children and any grandchildren God entrusts to us the truths of Scripture so they may understand the greatest mystery of all. 
that God sovereignly formed them in their mother's womb and arranged for their salvation, but gave them freedom of choice to accept his baptism of the Holy Spirit and be born again and saved for eternity, or reject his plan and choose the baptism of fire. There you have it, men. The greatest decision you ever make as a man is to accept or reject Jesus Christ and his plan of salvation. And to think that a man would clearly understand this reality and willfully choose a baptism of fire by rejecting Christ as Savior, that is the greatest mystery of all. Contact us today to request your copy of Great Bible Mysteries at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. And when you contact us, remember that Men Alive is a listener-supported radio program and podcast. We thank you for your encouragement. Men Alive is a production of the ministry Go Teach Global. We invite you to come visit us on our website at goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm Paul Estabrooks on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to become Men Alive, transformed into the image of Jesus Christ.